It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. What's up, everyone? Wayne Ryan, NFL in London, week twelve, halfway week? through this gobble gobbles. We've uh, had a few oh, games, including a little Black we Friday treat. Thankful for some real gems of football games. This, there was some, uh, yeah, there wasn't one good game. There was four absolute duds. Well, yeah, the first were... one is sort of stank. The second one is blowout. Third one blowout, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fourth one blowout. Go- so yeah, it didn't set the tone. But, you know, just like people blow out their anuses on Thanksgiving, maybe it's a reflection. I don't know. It just set the tone for what this year has been. And it's just been crappy offenses, bad football, bad quarterbacking, bad coaching. It's just been, I think this is, even though, I would say this is one of the worst football seasons I've watched in years. Now, are we both talking in, about our fantasy teams? Or no, we talking talking, about no I actually have, I have one good fantasy team. I'm just talking about football in general. Yeah. It just feels like there's just been a... A massive fall off in in just skill and just just across the board everything mm-hmm. from coaching to 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 GMs it's just it's just been a disaster. I there hasn't been that many great games. Like there's been some. It's just been a weird year. I think you're starting to sound and like very Tom Brady on Steve. Yeah, I'm starting to see what he's talking about. No, yeah, I agree, I agree with him totally. He's he was right. He's just like there's just this mediocrity just flowing through the league this year, and no more was it ever evident in that game last night, which was just the Miami the, Jets game. Yeah, the Miami Jets game, which is just embarrassment. Like the fact that we saw the the Jets just find new ways to just coin new terms, like the hell mary. Now we yeah. have the one where the, I've never seen in my life a interception return on a hail mary in ninety nine <laughs> yards. It's just like. Yeah. It is, just shows you just after two or throws a pick and it's just like, oh, what's the worst thing that yeah. could happen? We'll try and get a hell of a Oh, we gave up a touchdown. It's almost worse than the butt fumble. That is that because that's the butt fumble is just funny. Yeah, this is like funny, but thrown in with incompetence and and everything about it. The whole thing about this jet season just comes down to you bent the knee to Aaron Rodgers, and this is what you get. You had yeah. you had Lazard who he begged you to sign. He has 10 million, 44 million dollars you gave this guy, healthy scratch. Mm-hmm. To Boyle, who's his buddy. Guy has nowhere, should not even be in the NFL. He's only in the NFL. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers is his buddy. Who Nathaniel Hackett, who should I not even be coaching in this league? Is on the team. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers gets, can do whatever he wants. And Nathaniel Hackett's the coach because he just says, do what you want. I'll just take the credit. And all this falls down. And Aaron Rodgers, who's like hanging out on the sidelines, showing videos of him working out. It's mm-hmm. just embarrassing. The whole team like, and everyone should be fired because the funny thing is, do you think this is going to get better next year? What? When the offseason, when Aaron Rodgers wants Devontae Adams, he's going to want... Bakhtiari, who's coming off six ACL tears, and they're going to trade their first, second, third, and fourth. It's it's just going to get worse. It's going to get worse, and I didn't think that was possible with the Jets because Rodgers is going to make this team twice as bad next year, and then he's going to they're going to go six and eleven, and he's going to retire, and they're going to have nothing. <laughs> it's just yeah. the carnage that he has left on this team will be felt for years to come. I mean, we talked about with the Dobbs thing, how they didn't move on. And 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 the fact it does feel like this sort of cool kids club that he's trying to run, like an Abercrombie or something like that. But it just, yeah, and just watching the game last night, it's just, ooh, you know, it was ugly. And you sort of go, even if Rodgers does step in, is he going to save the, the the dumpster fire that's already just begun? Um, 
No, look, also, we talked about that field last night. Just be like, oh, well, yeah, again. Monster ripped again. You had, and you you look at some of the injuries. There were injuries on there. There was non contact, and there were non contact injuries. It's just crazy. That that field has got to go. I mean, that field is just horrible. Well, listen, this is just the thing. Like the NFL players, if they want this, it has to be in the next. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like that's is what the NFL keeps doing. They're like, all right, fine, you can have a little bit of this, but we're not going to change the field. It's like I just don't understand why the the owners don't would rather pay injured players than fix turf because they right? can, they'd rather they can put on a Taylor Swift a, concert for three nights. They'd rather when the pay NFL's a guy, yeah, they'd rather pay a guy twenty million uh, to not play. Than to pay like five million to get grass. Yeah. It's just this is billionaire thinking at its peak. That's billionaire thinking at its peak. It's like they're so cheap that they'd rather ruin the game than not be cheap. It's well, I mean, sometimes we. I think you're taking advantage of Jim Ursay and and the owners. I mean, it's it, you're you're billionaire shaming Ryan, and they don't like yeah. it. They don't like it. Billionaires. They're, they're, they're people too. They're they people are. Too. They've got feelings. They pay someone to, to feel them. To have feelings. <laughs> yeah, to have feelings. You've got my feelings this week, don't you, Gary? <laughs> yeah. My name's Nunio. Um, oh, man. Ugly game. Let's go through some of the other games that we had. The first ugly game was Dan Campbell doubling down on just dumb. Uh, mm. Packers get a deep ball, but uh, Detroit didn't seem like they were, they were really focused on this game. They didn't even seem like they gave a crap. Um you know, Green Bay looking all right, but they still, eh, it was sort of ugly fugly. I mean, good on Green Bay for getting the win, but Detroit really seemed to to stump themselves. They continued to push themselves further into the hole in this one as Green Bay gets a victory, 29-20. Yeah, it just feels like they bought into the hype of themselves a bit. Just like, I think especially what they did after what they did to Green Bay the first time they met them. I think they just thought it was going to be a cakewalk and they didn't. They didn't envision that Jordan Love would actually look like a quarterback. He looked great out there. He looked confident. He was moving the ball around, hitting his receivers. Um, and and the Dan Campbell lost in that game on that fake punt. That mm-hmm. fake punt was an atrocious yeah. call. They were only down like 10 points with six minutes left in the third at your own 20. They give up a fake punt, and then the next play, touchdown, game over. Yeah. It was such a bad – and this is what we've even talked about. When, when Dan Campbell's great, the rah-rah, the bite your kneecaps, everyone, the team loves him. But, man, when it comes down to just sometimes game day decisions, that guy is is a nightmare. And when the playoffs come and that, that extra pressure comes, I think you're going to see this happen time and time again with, with Detroit. And the worst part is you're seeing now the downfall of Jared Goff, who's turning into back into the old Jared Goff, mm-hmm. where they thought they thought maybe a year ago they're like, hey, maybe we won't need to draft a quarterback. And now you're thinking, oh, Jared Goff's turning back into that pumpkin again. Yeah, I mean, you, you sort of go, he's Goff enough, you know. And but mm. in those games, and we could see that you still need to be able to come back, right? And they could not come back. Like you need the quarterback to be able to dig deep and be able to put those things together to go, okay, let's rally. And there was no rally, you know, and in the rallying that they did do, that the play calling, it just seemed a bit weird. Um, the Packers sort of had the choke on them and kept it on. But it it looked like one of those things that the Packers were sort of tentatively holding on. And it, you know, it was up to Detroit. They could have rattled them off at any point, but they didn't. So it was lucky for Green Bay, unfortunate for Detroit. But it's, you know, fortunate for anyone else who's got to play Detroit, go, OK, that's what we got to do, huh? Um, you thought yeah. Washington would be able to stay this, I, keep this one close, and I said I don't think there's any way they will, and there's no friggin' way they did. As Dallas rolled, Dak had another 
massive game at home. Um, man, just killing it. Um, 45 to 10. Um, they've already fired uh, Jack Del Rio, I think it is, uh, for, for Washington. Yeah, uh, yeah that'll do it. That'll, that'll yeah. fix things. That's, that'll that's fix things. We got 45 points on us, so let's get rid of the defensive guy. Um, cool. But uh, Dallas steamrolls at home. Another Thanksgiving turducken. Yeah, well, another Dallas victory against a worthless team, which mm-hmm. has been every game this season. They've beaten what? They haven't beaten. They haven't even beaten a team that's like just under five hundred. Like every team they've beaten is either one and nine, two or eight, or three and six. It's just, it's shocking how anyone. I, I even watching this game, I I felt nothing watching it. I didn't. It wasn't like, oh my god, Dak looks. Dak looked fine. Dak scored, beat up on the team that has no business even being in, in in this league it feels like like riverboat ron like all these fourth down calls too like we we're watching it right and yeah. every fourth down it's shotgun five receive it's like yeah. what are you doing play action you got brian robinson this big running everyone's so smart and clever on fourth down except that they just do not do the smart thing play action under center trick people when you spread it out on fourth one oh i wonder what they're doing and then sometimes they'll do the handoff to the running back and it's just that they like they were moving the ball on Dallas every time, yeah. and then it got to fourth and one, fourth and two, and then they just shat on themselves. Yeah. They because Howell was moving it, he threw for mm-hmm. 200 yards, he was moving up and down on that field. Every time they got near, they just shut. That's right, they had a chance to keep it close. They, they did, yeah. like, it wasn't like this, but it was just a bad team run by a bad coach against. And I don't even think Dallas is that good of a team. I think when they played who will they play Philly in a couple weeks they're gonna lose yeah. by probably 10 to 20 again because it's, it's just I don't think beating up bad teams is good for your team good for your ego what no it's not even good for your ego because it builds this false bravado and then all of a sudden you get to a real guy you can punch you in the face and you don't know what to do and that's what happened you beat up on minnows and then you just get your ass handed to you and so you beat up four crappy teams in a row and next time they play, I have no faith that Dallas will even come close to beating even a competent team. So, yeah, they're really. I didn't do anything. I don't get excited about this win. That was a, a garbage win by an average team. I think. Yeah, it's sort of like getting tired of them playing every Thanksgiving. It's like okay, yeah, okay. Um, and it's, it's just weird like about they this... just have CD Lamb. They don't have any weapons. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, Tony Pollard's not good. They have CD Lamb. If you can shut down CD Lamb, it's over. Uh, Cooks, Cook's not looking gonna... a bit better, but still, Cooks, I mean, this is a Washington still... team that puts up 31 points twice on Philadelphia. So you go, hey, what the hell is going on? Yeah. yeah, you play so up and down. You play well against Philly, uh, but you suck it against the Cowboys in, in, in a good time. Uh, speaking of sucking it in good time, Seattle, huh? Gino, Gino, not looking so Gino anymore. Brock Purdy doesn't get, do much, as much work as Christian McCaffrey does. 31 to 13, 49ers get another win. Uh, statement performance. Against the slovenly yeah. Seattle Seahawks, I had picked the score to be thirty to thirteen, so I was one point off. Oh, nice! Ah, uh, yeah, this didn't feel again. This one wasn't even close, and it never felt like it was ever going to be close. Just, just another leagues, and now you're just going to watch. The, I don't think Seattle's going to make the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. they're going to go on a real run of losses now. Like they're going to lose about six straight. I think they're going to play San Fran again. They have like mm-hmm. such a tough schedule coming up. Which is huge for the Packers because this looks like the Packers now. If they can get a, if they can, even though they got Kansas City next week, but if they can get through that, they could, they got a shot at a little playoff spot. And I, I think Seattle's going to fall right off the cliff. I think Geno's 
I think you're watching the end of the Gino. It was a fun little year mm-hmm. and a half, but I think if you're Seattle, you can't be thinking like, like you still you have Lockett, like uh, Metcalf, Metcalf and Jackson Smith and Jigba, and this is still the offense that you're putting out every single week, and mm. it's just not good enough. So I, again, just they're just outclassed by a better team. Yeah, and, and now, I mean Metcalf has probably taken sign language, so we can curse out Gino as well. Yeah, saw that he's taking it. So that's brilliant. That's just yeah. (laughs) The raps is like, what do I don't even know what he just said. Yeah, Uh, that's. But San Fran, I mean, need this victory. They're they're looking, you know, top, uh, you know, in the in the NFC right now, looking good, and as they move along, uh, and you know, it's nice to have a bit of a break. Uh, for a lot of people, because, you know, look at Joe Burrow. If he didn't have three days off, maybe he had some rest. Maybe he wouldn't be so banged up and gone. Let's get into our Sunday fun day ticket. Not as many games going on, especially in the nine o'clock slate. But that's uh, because we we spread out the, the spread on Turkey. Good. Yeah. Uh, I think Sky is covering this one first. Jacksonville Jaguars are seven and three. Looking good. Uh, they're going home to face Houston. These guys play each other tough all the time. Houston six and four. This is a great Divisional matchup. Jacksonville was one and a half. The line is now two. Over under is 47 and a half. Um, looking at this one, man, this is a good game at home. Jacksonville uh, has the running game. You know, they've able to put some points on the board, but Houston with CJ Stroud, man, they can rally and put points. This is going to be an exciting game. Yeah, Stroud boys are coming to town. Um, going to mess things up. Uh, mm-hmm. I like Jacksonville in this game. I think. They, who'd have thought this would have been the Sky game at the beginning of the season in Week yeah. 13, right? Houston, Jacksonville. But it is one of the better games of the year. Like mm-hmm. You get to see, I think you have Houston, you be, I believe, beat Jacksonville the first time. Yeah. So I think, I just think Jacksonville's the better team. I think Stroud is going to have these games where he has to kind of bounce back to life. You know, in that bad second half um, in the last game, but was able to hold on. It just feels like you can't, Go like if they Jacksonville can't go down, get swept by Houston. Mm-hmm. This is a must win for them, especially with the division being so close. If they can, if they lose this, there's a good chance they they lose the division. So mm-hmm. I think the desperation in the air, and I think again, I think Jacksonville has a better team offensively yeah. and defensively. They they're they've been really good at turning the ball over, especially the the, the secondary has been a real strong spark spark for them. So. I, I'm going to go with the better quarterback right now, even though you could say it's Stroud, but I think Trevor Lawrence has still got mm-hmm. the more weapons. And I'll, is it in Jacksonville? It is in Houston. It's in Houston. Uh, yeah. That doesn't really make much of a difference. Uh, but I'm still going to go with Jacksonville to win. I'm going to say uh, 26 to 24. I'm going to say a nice close one. Uh, close to a push. I, I, you know, I've got it 28-24. Same reason as do Jacksonville. It's the running game. Uh, the one thing that Houston struggles against is that run game. And Etienne will probably have a 100-yard game on them as a result of which. Look, Houston's going to go back and forth on it. You know, the, Jacksonville does struggle uh, sometimes with defense, but I don't think Houston's going to put that much pressure on them. But it is the back and forth of it. But you know, the one thing Jacksonville does do is put a lot of pressure on that front line. So you will see C.J. Stroud uh, under a bit more pressure. I still like Houston to rally a bit. 28-24. to 24. Four points, but Jacksonville wins on the spread. Moving on to Indianapolis, the game that everyone wanted to see. It's Minshew versus Baker Mayfield. <laughs> the four and six Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming to Indianapolis are favored by two and a half points. Over under in this one is 44 and a half points. Um, you know, Baker's trying to rally. Big injuries still going across this one. Last time these guys played, I mean, 
it's just a running game. Indianapolis just runs, runs, runs the ball. They've had a bit of a break off. So uh, what, what do you think here, Ryan? How do you no, think Indianapolis I'd... at home? With well, Ursa yeah, going think... all over about how poor it is to be a billionaire. Yeah, and you know, Stephen A. Smith, he's having he's gonna sue them. So and they, sue them. They, yeah. they they cut Shaq Leonard as well. Yeah. Like he's off the team. It just feels like a bit of a dis- again, when you have a, an absolute nutcase as an owner, this is it's always gonna kind of fall onto the team, you know. It mm-hmm. it, it rots from the head, they say. Yeah. So uh fifth rots from the head. I, I I'm gonna go with um Tampa Bay. I just don't believe in this. Like I think it, this offense is fine with Minshew, but again. I just don't see this being any sort of game where they can dominate. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Um, I Baker to me has just been so average, so Baker-like. Yeah, like, half baked. Thought maybe again, yeah, half baked. There you go. That's the right. Um, you thought with at least these weapons like Godwin and, and Mike Evans, you'd be able to do stuff. He's still able to get Evans the ball, but they're just not a good team. And Baker's just not like a modern quarterback. He's so. He can't do anything. He's just mm-hmm. stuck in the pocket. So it's just kind of like Tua in a way. Like you, it's great. You got accuracy. That's great because you need it. But you're, you're not a playmaker, and you need playmakers. And neither of this game has any playmakers. It feels like. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay to win 2017. Um, this is a stay away on my eyes, my wallet, and my soul. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of games I don't want to touch in betting this week. Um, just yeah. this one, I think. You know, the Tampa Bay is not bad stopping the run. The one thing that they do struggle with is that secondary, which uh, mustache Minshew mania should be able to jump in there. I think Joshua Downs could have a really good game as well. Uh, I like Indianapolis to cover this one. Unlike you, I actually think there'll be a lot of points on this one just because they both sort of suck. And it's one of these sort of sucky bowls. I've got Indianapolis winning this one 27, uh, Tampa Bay 23. A game I don't think is going to score. And this one, uh, the next couple of games, are, think about ass, man. This is ass. New England are two and eight. Um, oh, man, it's Giants, isn't it? Oh, and dude, the Giants who are three and eight. Hey, oh, it's DeVito. What's going on, everybody? Um, the over-under in this one is 34. <laughs> the Patriots are favored by three and a half. Oh Even God. Bill Belichick doesn't want to be there. I'm going to be on the boat. Um, so I don't know, man. Giants at home. Uh, in the field that uh, claims knees and ankles and Bill Belichick, obviously he's had a, a he's he used to have a good run against rookie quarterbacks uh, till Sam Howell ruined it. And um, will Danny DeVito um, jump in? <laughs> he looked not so bad. Uh, DeVito, when they hey, got last week, he didn't say, Oh, what's he going to do? And it's that defense hey, just, hey, puts a little pressure on. So going to pop that collar and just take it to biz. I like the Giants. I think the Giants at home. I think DeVito's at least, Looks more competent than Mac Jones, which I can't yeah. believe I'm saying. If he's even like, Mac he's Jones. had, it, he's had at least two touchdowns the last two games, so yeah. he's at least. And you got Brian Dayball, who's a much better play caller than you know yeah. um, Bill O'Brien is on New England. I, I can there is that thing of New England probably like Belichick does like to take down the New York teams, you know, because yeah. he's. I think his dream job is the Giants' job, um, has always been so. Makes me want. I really want New England to win because I don't want them to keep losing. So I'm yeah. going to pick them to win. I'm going to pick New okay. England. Which they've had a lot of bad losses. I feel like they have to, for Belichick's almost pride. Like if you're the great yeah. one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach in NFL history, you can't lose to Tommy DeVito. I don't care how good defense, how bad your defense is, or how injured you are, or whatever. You got to do something. The fact that he hasn't even named his starting quarterback oh, is yeah. kind of worth. Maybe he's going to play quarterback. Belichick. Belichick. Suit up. I'll do it yeah, myself. why not? 
Uh, yeah, 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 like an old superhero putting on yeah. the cape one last time. Um, I'm gonna go that. Uh, I'm gonna go 17 to 14. Patriots win. I have it 16 to 14. A little Mormon wedding, but uh, I've got it for the Giants. Uh, it just seems the way their defense is playing, and I don't, I don't know if the, the Patriots are sort of tanking in a way. Um, you know, if it seems like they're, uh, oh, well, going to get a quarterback next year, Bill doesn't care. He's leaving anyway. It just seems like New York maybe has a bit more momentum. And the whole quarterback situation, is it Zappy? Is it, you know, who is it going to be? Um, yeah. You know, it's Brian Hoare. Where did you get him back from? Uh, so, no, I, I think New York in this one, it's going to be stinky. It's going to be ugly. You know, obviously the field, when you've when you've watched any of the players who watched uh, Monster get hurt. Everyone's like, so I don't want that to be my ACL. Um, so yeah, both of us think that one's a stinker. You want you thought that was stink. Let's let's add a little <laughs> more fetid to the pile as Carolina is one and nine. The Tennessee team who was three and seven, three and a half point favorites in this one. All going wrong for uh Tennessee. So much high hopes and high nopes in this one, but they are three and a half point favorites in this one at a 36 and a half point over under. Again, Vegas telling us this one's going to suck too. Uh, Tennessee at home, man. Wow. The game. Who is everyone Tennessee. Wanted. I didn't hear. I didn't hear the other, but Tennessee, who is it? Who's it play? Carolina is one oh, and, nine, and Tennessee okay. three and seven. Uh, they're in. You know Tennessee. what? I'm going to go in Carolina. I've Whoa. lost all faith. I've lost all faith in Tennessee. I think this is a team that's completely lost any identity. I think Will Levis has been completely average the last couple of games and they can't even they're not even competitive in their games and i think there's the desperation of carolina i think mm-hmm. that 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 they don't want to lose that one they want to get the number two pick i think just so they didn't lose the number one pick um and i think bryce young has played a little bit better the last couple of games he's still like it's shocking how good adam thielen's been for this mm-hmm. for a 33 year old receiver um and their only weapon um i just have abs i've lost all faith in in Tennessee, Henry's doesn't look the same. Like I just think this is a blow up. They're gonna blow it all up after this year yeah. in Tennessee. So, you, um, so I'm gonna just watch this as an ugly. Yeah, you're right. Terrible game. I go twenty to thirteen. No, that's strong. Twenty eighteen. I'm gonna go. Carolina wins. Last time I picked them, they won. The only other go. time I picked them, they won. So I'm gonna try it again. I also have twenty for the leading team, but that's for Tennessee, and I have Carolina with ten. I have a 20 to 10. I don't I don't even think this will pop up on red zone. It'll be like Scott no. <laughs> Hansen going, oh, by the way, yeah, uh, Tennessee got another the field. There should be another channel, Dead Zone. That just, just Dead be, Zone, yeah. Just just you go just in there, it's just all just games. the most boring crap. And it's just, uh, yeah, Al Michaels giving recipes. Um, yeah. Yeah, fawning all over Donnie Parton. Uh, yeah, as, long as, think... no veg- as long as there's no vegetables in his food. He'll, he'll exactly, no vegetables. Oh. No vegetables. And he's still, uh, he's still like uh, 112 years old. So Yeah. Some about uh, vegetables, maybe we've been, we've been lied to our whole. We have been, yeah. Eat meat, kids. Just eat meat. Let's eat meat as we head. Jeez, this is raw meat fiesta. This this game (laughs) are six and four. Yeah, but are they? Are they really? Cincinnati is five and five, and goodbye, Cincinnati. Um, it's uh, it was nice to know you. Thirty five and a half is the over under. Joe Burrow will be watching this one from his darkness retreat. Um, Pittsburgh favored by one and a half in this one. Um, man, uh, rookie quarterback, uh, but Pittsburgh, are they getting their running game? I, I, this game is stay away NFC North AFC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But- you always, 
you always get a little bit of the bump when you fire a coach. There's always mm-hmm. going to be a bit of that juice, like you saw yeah. last week with the Bills against uh, the Jets. So I think you're going to see a better game out of them offensively. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a bit more creative, try and get their playmakers more involved. The thing is, I just don't know how good this Browning guy is. I've never really yeah. seen him. He, when he comes in with a week of practice, you know, I think Higgins is going to be out, which, yeah. um, again, that's going to hurt. So the fact that you only have Chase, and if you take him out, they're really limited. If you think Joe Mixon's, like, he's not the Joe Mixon from three, four years ago no. that can just do lean on when you need him. So to me, it's just going to be, I think, yeah, a crappy, low-scoring game. But I'm going I'm to go Pittsburgh. I think for the first time, they might actually outgain their opponents for the first Maybe. time this year. Could be. Um, so I'm going to say that they have a little bounce-back game. Because, again, the Cincinnati defense can be yards put on them. Like, you can go yeah. up and down the field with them. That's the thing. So... And, and they need to get, start getting Warren, the running back, more involved, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And give up on Najee Harris. Najee Harris is fine, but he's not the better back. So I'm going to go, um, I'm going to say 25 to 20, I'm going to say. Ooh, Pittsburgh a lot more score than I've got. I, I've got an 18 to 15 to Pittsburgh. Um, Just ugly. The weather, running, field goals. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh is getting better at stopping the run, which I I get, you know, that Joe Mixon will be limited. And you're right. Warren is a way better runner um, than Najee. So double out on him. But yeah, I mean, you would sort of think, and I'm with you on the Canada thing, getting rid of him, um, you know, sort of should be a bit more of inspiration to them. Cincinnati, I don't know what they're going to do. But, you know, sometimes you wonder if a team rallies, you know, that's what I'm wondering about in this one. If they might rally without, you know, being at home without Burrow there, if uh, if the quarterback rallies, so I'm watching this one. I won't bet on it, uh, but 18 to 15 I've got for Pittsburgh. Last of the six o'clock slate of games. Whew, this one is a barn burner. If you like burning animals alive, uh, New Orleans is five and five. Atlanta is four and six. This is a pick 'em, everyone so far. Uh, but it looks like Derek Carr will be playing. Michael Thomas looks like he's done for the year. 42 points is you over under this one. They'll be at home in, in hot Atlanta. Uh, maybe our friend Chapman will be there to to send us pictures. I think he will be. I think yeah. he will be. So, this barn burning exactly. Uh, New Orleans five and five. Atlanta four and six. Ryan Atlanta at home in Mercedes Benz. I mean, I don't like any any of this because I'm going to pick Atlanta because they're home. Because I just don't. Every time I, I pick New Orleans, I'm like that defense. The defense is fine. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not this game breaker defense. I have no faith in Carr. I'm going to go with the fact that they've had a bit of a bye week. Uh, Atlanta at home. Thanksgiving, you know, Ritter, they're still kind of in it with that, with the division. They're only really one game back. I think they, yeah. they win this. So um, I, I'm just, I have no faith. I'm hoping they can just get Bijan involved, but I'm not optimistic. Um, I hope this is like Ritter's last chance to kind yeah, of pretty much. keep his job. So he's got to have a good game. I see him playing a little bit better. I see him actually probably playing better than Carr. I just, I have no faith in Carr or this offense to move the ball. So I'm going to go, like you, ugly, 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 uh, 20 to 16 for the Falcons. Yeah, it, it's it's too bad. Like, they're running. They're finally using uh, Bijan, but Al Gear, as a result, you know, takes a hit as a result of it. You know, Atlanta has a good running game, and, and, and New Orleans used to be able to stop the run, but I don't know if they can. Derek Carr, you know, I'm not sure. And, and as you say, it is Ritter's last chance to you. Um, so as mm-hmm. far as a pick'em goes, I do like Atlanta just at home. I've got it 16 to 13 for Atlanta. Another stank. 
Moving into the first of the nine o'clock games. Oh, this one also has a bit of <laughs> rot on it as the LA Rams are four and six. And they head in to visit Kyler Murray, who's uh, looking not so bad with his uh, ACL running around. They're two and nine, though. The Rams are favored by two and a half points in this one. 44 and a half points is the over under Ugh, these two games. Yeah. You know, six wins between them. Um, man. What do, you, what do you like in this nine o'clock? I don't for the other games I, to start. <laughs> yeah, waiting for the Bills Eagles game, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, it's tough. Like I think you're looking, looking at a banged up, basically Rams team. Don't know how good if Cooper Cup's going to play or how much he's going to play. Uh, they just seem like beaten up, and at least I, I keep picking Arizona to to win, and they just don't. They keep look. They're in all the games, but they just can't. They can't seem to finish it. Kyler's just looking better, but not being able to move it. So I'm going to go with the Rams, even though I'm going to go away from picking Arizona to win because it keeps backfiring on me. I don't feel good about this. I don't think he Stafford is healthy. I don't think anyone on their team is really that healthy. So I'm going to go again. They could barely score like 17 points last week. So I'm going to say it's going to be something like that again. Uh, 21-20, I'm going to say another one-point win. Uh, for covers. the Rams, for the Rams, Arizona can cover. Sure, I'm I'm <laughs> sure. pretty close to you. I've got a 21 to 19 for the Rams. I think the Arizona will cover a low scoring game. Um, man, just probably field goals and ugliness. Um, yeah, not 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 the kind of contest we would have expected from these two teams a couple of years ago. But uh, a boo, a muse bouche, I guess. Before we get to the main course uh, of things, uh, another good team, uh, Cleveland, seven and three, and they're underdogs. As they go on to visit Denver in the Mile High Token Up Stadium. One and a half points it is for Denver. Five and five. Cleveland is seven and three. 35 and a half is the over-under in this one. Denver at home. They've been winning, man. Russ is uh, mm. looking a bit, but that defense and uh, kicker Will Lutz was their, their, their main scorer last week. But, you know, Cleveland, obviously now you got TPR or whatever is uh, the new quarterback, yeah. um, you know, but you still got that Cleveland D. And Denver's D as well. This is the this is if you like the D, how much D do you want kind of game? Yeah, this this can't feel like it's going to be a high scoring game. This one, um, I'm kind of going to go Denver. I just think Cleveland's getting so lucky with the wins with their bad quarterback play. Like this is only a way to play football for so long. You cannot just keep depending on your defense to pull out these victories week after week after week. And the fact that they're seven and three is mind blowing. Um, they just keep coming up against absolutely anemic offenses, too. So it's just like this battle. Uh, so I'm going to go at least with Russell Wilson is a much better quarterback. He's playing better. He's still not like old Russ, but this defense is playing better at home. I feel like they're one, what, five straight? So they're, they're, yeah. they're at least on a winning streak. So I feel much better about Denver than I do about betting on Cleveland, who's just surviving these games and i just think this just can't it's just not a way to win in the nfl these days you you can get a couple look at the jets like the jets now look what's happening with this quarterback play it catches up to you and it starts eating you from the inside so i am gonna go with denver to win this it's gonna be ugly i'm gonna go uh 17 to 14 i am with you on denver just barely covering it i've got a 20 to 18 um Again, it's it's just Denver seems to have the momentum, and I, I think if they can get their running game going, uh, it's something that Cleveland will struggle with. Um, Cleveland, at the same time, it's Denver at home. They've got the momentum. They beat the Chiefs here. They've beaten some of the biggest teams, so why not add Cleveland to it? Um, Denver, 
to me, unlike the Packers, I mean, when you talk about teams that go for the wild card, I think Denver could be scary. I think Denver has that sort of, because they've got the coaching. They've got that sort of ability here. So yeah. I'd like them to, in a little usurp, um, to win at 2018. I don't know how many people will watch this game. It's in Philadelphia. Get your get your batteries ready because they'll be chucking yeah. down at you. The Philadelphia Eagles are nine and one, and they're three point favorites as they host the Buffalo Bills, who are six and five. Forty eight and a half is the over under. We're talking about tests for your Bills. This is the big yeah. test. This is the nine and one, the top ranked team in the league. Um, how do you like your chances against wow. Philadelphia at home? I actually do like them. I'm, I would have said if Philly would have lost to Kansas City, I probably would have taken Philly. I think the fact that Buffalo, or the fact that Philly won, exercised the demons from the Super Bowl, that's like an emotional thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Plus, also next week, the next two, or the next games after Buffalo are San Francisco and Dallas, which I think they're going to just be so focused on. That's like those are the ones that they're, they're they can lose this one. This is the one. If Philly could lose a game, this is the one they could lose. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter that much to them. They got a big lead on the on the one seed, um, and I think Buffalo is just a way more desperate team. They need this. They're kind of seeing what's happening in this, and this is the the time. Like you've got to show up against the big boys now, and you haven't done that. They got the offense moving better. You got to feel like they're at least a bit more confident. And I, I just think you can move this ball on Philly. And the Bills' offense can move the ball. They they definitely got the weapons to do it. They just got to be consistent and not turn it over. And if I think if the Bills don't turn it over, they can win this game. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bills with a little little sneaky upset. Well, of course I gotta pick the Bills, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be thirty to twenty eight. I think it's gonna be a really close game, big battle. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's gonna give up yards, give up points, but I think it's gonna be a bit of a fun game. You have the exact score that I have, although I have Philadelphia with that 30 to 28. Um, I think Philadelphia just at home. I don't know, man. There's so many times that Buffalo shoots yourselves in the foot. The running game, I I just Philadelphia at home. I don't know. Like Buffalo seems to torch themselves more than they than they do. So I, I just like I think that Buffalo could really rally and get a lead. But I think Philadelphia is going to come back and, and use them at home and choke them down. Um, I've got it 30 to 28 Philadelphia beats them. They don't, uh, they don't uh, cover, but Buffalo covers the spread. There's another game at nine 25, which would have been good a couple of years ago. It's the Super Bowl champs. Kansas city chiefs are eight and two. They are 10 point favorites as they go into Las Vegas. Um, but there's some injuries on Las Vegas as well. It looks like, uh, injuries across the board. Vegas is five and six. The chiefs are eight and two. 10 point favorites, 43 and a half is the over under. Vegas has been feeling themselves at five and six, but, um, you know, you're coming in to face a Chiefs team that just took it on the chin. Um, how do you like the chances of Vegas well, here? I don't. I don't. I don't. I think, yeah, the fact that they're coming off a loss. Uh, this is a rated team that really was, even though they were competitive against the, the, the Miami Dolphins, they have a good defense. And I'm just, I think this is a get right game for Kansas City. I think they need to kind of prove that this offense can do something. So I, I, I see a big Mahomes game here. The one thing I'm worried about is Kelsey. Kelsey just looks like he's a bit banged. He's, he's in so love. Banged up, right? he's, just, <laughs> he's in love. And it's just like he got, yeah, he got a touchdown, but he had a big fumble last game. It's just, um, as good as he is, it's just that he's just also getting older. He's like 34 yeah. years old. So this, it's a worrisome thing, and I think Mahomes needs to kind of get this team by the grab them by the necks 
yeah. and just get him going because he's got to pull them over this because like Valdez Scanling, Sky Moore, you know, they they got to get these guys more involved. So I see a big Mahomes game, like 300 yards, kind of put him himself three touchdowns, like that classic Mahomes yeah. game to kind of get his spirits up. So I just don't think Aiden O'Connell can keep up. Uh, the Raiders, they, they sometimes can keep it close, but the fact is Kansas City uh, coming off the, off a loss against the Raiders, I don't see it being close. So I'm going to go Chiefs to win uh, 30 to 20. Ooh, uh, just push pretty much. I I don't know. I think Vegas, you know, because of the injuries on both sides and KC, the emotional victory, I, I think 10 points is just too much. Um, So I, I don't like the 10 points. I, I've got it at 24 to 18. I, I do agree they've been struggling with some of their scoring woes. Um, And, you know, Vegas, who knows? If Max Crosby's out, it's going to be a blowout, and I will change my pick. But I think that they can keep it close enough. 24 to 18. <clears throat> Game looks good on paper. Monday night, or it's a late game here on Sunday, as we call it Monday morning, 1.20 in the morning. Who's staying up? Not this guy. Baltimore is 8-3. The Chargers are 4-6, and six, and a lot of people were hoping for more in this one. Three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one for the Ravens. 48-and-a-half is the over-under for a late Sunday fun day. Joey Bosa is out. Uh, Mark Andrews, they thought, might be out for the year, but it looks like he might be able to make it back in time for the playoffs. Um, tough, tough loss, though, to lose Bosa, crying in the locker room. Um, do the Chargers have a chance to stop these Ravens? No. I mean, if they would have fired Staley a week ago, I'd be like, I'd take the Chargers on the upset with the new coach. But this is a this is a sinking ship, and there's no saving it. I think they, they've just lost. He's lost the team. He's lost the locker room. No matter how well Herbert plays, they still lose. They only really have one weapon, and if you can take away Keenan Allen, like, you should be able to win. Um, because Eckler hasn't been as dynamic as he's been the last couple of years. Um, and just even though Lamar has his ups and down games, but this feels to me that you can just move the ball in the Chargers. And I just I, I can't I can't in good faith ever bet the Chargers to cover anything anymore until they get a new coach and a new system. I'm gonna go with Baltimore to win this. They're the better team, the better defense, the better offense, the better coach. So I'm gonna go 27 to 23. Baltimore wins. I am with you on that one. Uh, I don't know how the Chargers can score. And look, but he throws the ball around. Herbert's throwing the ball around. But, um, you know, the one thing that he might be able to do is they're harass uh, Lamar a bit and, and probably shut down the run. But that's just going to open him up for the passing game. Um, 27 to 20. I can't see how the Chargers are able to stop the bleed unless they fire. The big game that everyone's talking about uh, that, you know, obviously got bumped to Monday because uh, everyone loves these teams. It's the Chicago Bears. Three and a half. No, hey. They're visiting the Minnesota Vikings, who are six and five Minnesota three and a half point favorites in this one. Um, and Minnesota has uh, taken a, took that loss last week to the Broncos. Um, and now, obviously, they're at home. Uh, Dobbs trying to feel it. Uh, but the Bears, uh, our run defense, not so bad uh, in terms of things. Uh, looking a little better with the D. Justin Fields obviously going to be playing as well. Um, Minnesota at home. It's no prime time for Kirk Cousins, but it's prime time for Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Bears. I just think Fields is, you know, coming off that bad game against Detroit. Uh, was it last week? Was that last week? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that terrible game. So they're going to want to, Fields is going to be able to, on the dome, I feel like don't yeah, he can run, he can get the ball around, you know, Get it to uh, DJ Moore. 
they're often again Herbert and, and Foreman, so good one-two punch running. But I think it's just more about fields. I think he's going to have one of those like good fields games, like hundred yards. And you know, Dobbs is fun, and Dobbs could keep you in it. And I think they will be close. But I think the Bears pull this off, twenty-three twenty, little fun little game uh, because I think they deserve to win that Lions game. And yeah. and I just don't think even with Josh Dobbs, like. Let's be serious. Justin Jefferson is probably not playing. So yeah. I think, again, there's still a massive, t- as good as the story of Dobbs is, he's still not a, a superstar quarterback. So I'm going to go no. with the better quarterback to win this game. Yeah, no, he's like uh, the dildo that steps in uh, for the real break. That gets, just... that gets thrown on the field at the Bills. Yeah, game. exactly. He's uh, he's come in to, to give the pleasure, but uh, he's not ribbed for, for the full season. Look, um, <laughs> I think Bears... Aberflus and the problems. Here's the way I see the game going. Bears have the lead. Uh, we're only up by a little bit. Yeah. We're up 24-23, and then we allow them to kick a field goal. They beat us 26-24, to which is what I have it. Minnesota wins 26-24. Yeah. to We've screwed up in the last two minutes. Bad clock management, bad Aberflus, and we allow them to win, but we still cover. That's, that's the positivity as a Bears fan that I'm able to irk at for this game. That somehow we'll be able to cover it, but we'll uh, our own ineptitude. We'll we'll blow it, and and Justin Fields will do well for us. Twenty six, twenty four, folks. That's it for our week twelve picks. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, it's the last of November. We're hitting into December. Oh my gosh, Ooh, baby, starting to feel it. Enjoy everyone your week twelve, and we'll be back with our week twelve crit next week.